Well, I mean, if you want to actually, you, you touched upon it a little bit. If you want to talk about what you're doing and what your work is with the legacy and, um, you know, how you're contributing to uh, humanity, <laughs> I think that's how we can start. What'd you say? How I'm contributing to the conscious perspective. Yes, how you are contributing to the conscious perspective. If, you, if we want to start this thing off with that, um, I think that's I think that's a good foot to start on. Heck yeah, that'd be tight. Um, so my name is Dedrick Baker the second. I am the creator and founder of The Legacy, a foundation for human progress. It is a social enterprise. It's an institution, a foundation to help the individual become the best they can be. Society is made of individuals, so we focus on the individual. And if can you imagine if you walked outside of your door and you saw another man and you knew that man, he was there to help you become the best person you can be and you were here to help them become the best person you can be now imagine if every single person on our planet had this mindset i'm not talking about utopia but you know division would kind of fall away because we're all here for the same exact thing we're all here to uh seek our potential and max our potential you know so mm-hmm. that's what the legacy is it's pretty much a formal life coaching program you come into our uh, our our facility i see you down i assess you i say hey any like think of an la fitness dude okay let's just keep it simple think of like a gym a huge gym you walk into a gym, you get an LA Fitness number, you slide your card, you start your little workout program. Okay. Now let's not call us LA Fitness, let's call us a legacy center in every state, every city, every country. You know, anybody out the street can walk in, get a legacy number. We sit you down, we customize a it's a life coaching program. We customize a routine for you. We say you are supposed to be the best person you can be. And you are supposed to help others do the same. But you cannot help others before you help yourself. <laughs> you get yourself mm-hmm. right before you can get other people right, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and well, that's nice, better. But what is a self? You, a self, I, everybody is made up of. This is what I teach of the legacy. This is this is core foundational. A self is made of three different parts: a mind, a body, and a spirit in conjunction. Okay, mm-hmm. we all have mind, bodies, and spirits. We're all born with the same potential, clean slate. You know, it's up yeah. to you how much you want to maximize your potential. It's up to you how much you want to you know hit your potential, how much you want to actualize yourself. And you have to must do this three different ways. You can't just do this once or, or one way or two different ways or do it all different ways because God is balanced. The universe is balanced. So you must balance. We literally sit you down and create a customized routine based on how you like to grow mentally, physically, and spiritually. So you like to, you like to run, you like to lift kettlebells, you like to bench press. Well, okay, that's great. This is how we're going to do your uh, body column. You're going to lift this type of way. You're going to eat these type of foods. You're going to supplement to what you're not eating. And then we go over to the, the mental aspect. What kind of languages do you like to learn? What kind of books do you like to read? What do you want to read? What haven't you read? And then we customize that that part of your routine based on what languages you learn. You're learning that language every day. You're reading different books every day. And then my favorite part, my favorite part, my favorite part <laughs> is uh, the spiritual aspect. Ooh. Okay. Between me and you and the rest of the world is listening. <laughs> mm-hmm. This term spirit has been uh, been watered down, has been misinterpreted, has been misanalyzed, has been well, a lot of people claim to speak about the spirit. You know, when I talk to people, I go, hey, if, if you know, just 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 be spiritual, bro, just tune in, you know, tune out, tune in. Like, OK, that's nice. Like what? Like, everybody, anybody claiming to preach about the spirit, you walk up to that person and say, how do I apply that? And if they can't tell you how to apply that, bro, walk away. At Legacy, we're not going to give you some mumbo jumbo hippie stuff about what spirit is. We're telling you that spirit is directly okay. We can name this stuff. So just like I'm wearing this shirt, I can feel this shirt. 
this shirt is real. People need to understand that spiritual reality, there is a spiritual reality. Spiritual realities are real. Spiritual situations, their spiritual values exist in the universe and you can interact with them just like I interact with this shirt, okay? I'll give you an example. The names of spirit, I can name the spirit reality, bro. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wizard. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I can name these spiritual realities. It's, oh, love, discipline, endurance, integrity, you know? Mm. I'll give you an example. So say if I'm exercising or if I'm running and I want to give up, if you're part of the legacy program and you've talked to me, you're going to stop right there and be like, oh, I need to interact with the spirit of discipline and endurance. And you're going to keep going. Or say like you're, some, you're in a warehouse you're working or your parents say, clean that up. And you're like, oh, you half-ass and try to put it under the bed or put it under something and run away. You stop. I'm going to interact with the spirit of integrity and discipline, turn around and get it done. Okay. You can seek spiritual realities like people seek money and gold. Mm. Now imagine, like everybody wants to see money. Every situation you encounter, people are seeking money. But now imagine if you're seeking, how can I have more integrity? How can I have more discipline? How can I have more courage? Where can I represent duty? Imagine what that looks like from the outside. Your boss is going to be like, dang, this is a good guy. He has a lot of discipline. You're going to get a promotion. You're not doing it for the money, bro. Remember what Jesus said? Seek first the kingdom of heaven. The father will provide everything for you. That's what I'm talking about. Seek mm. first those spiritual realities. Not just, just close your eyes, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Me and you can go, we can talk hours about meditation. I love meditation. I meditate daily. I do mantra, you know, all that chakra system, Kabbalah tree of life. I'm down. But you should never use that as a means to not act. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, like these spiritual realities and the legacy, we try to instill action. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. So, that's what we do. We try to customize a routine mentally, physically, spiritually. And guess what, buddy? Every day you're going to be learning. You're going to learn today. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like some easy, I mean, it's a, it's a, life's not easy, bro, right? Life mm-hmm. is struggle. Look at, look at the, look at evolution, look at the future. But these, these lessons allow us, or these, these obstacles, these trials allow us to learn lessons, eternal wisdom. And without them, we wouldn't learn them. So like, I don't know, the legacy is kind of, I like to say like a mixture of like Navy SEALs budge training and like, <laughs> and like a new age spiritual meditation, I guess you could say like that. Mm. Just we're, we're about getting it like like i said it's not i don't want to say it's not easy but it ain't easy because life ain't easy and mm. if, you're, if, if you want to try to be the best you can be we're here to help you that's what mm. it's about that's what i represent and uh, that's my conscious perspective of trying to help other people get to that state that's awesome it yeah, seems thanks. like a form of uh like practical spirituality put into Dang. action straight up <laughs> exactly um I don't want to go off tangent or anything, but I'm not, I don't, nothing about tangent, I guess. This is no, please do. I welcome <laughs> tangents. Please do. <laughs> um, I feel like, a, <clears throat> how do I put this? There's a, I don't know exactly what the story's called, but I was at a Hindu temple once and they were, they have, they give services on a Sunday and they were talking about a story where Alexander the Great, you know, conqueror going out and just conquering land. He goes out to India and he meets like the lead yogi brahma guy over there is you know teaching he's like some scrawny dudes shriveled up in the woods like meditating <laughs> you know alexander was like i want to go figure i want to go learn the, the 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 best wisdom so he finds this guy out and seeks him and asks him you know what's the meaning of life what am i doing like can you can you shed some light upon me and the yogi tells him some like spiritual spiritual like mumbo jumbo and he looks at the guy and he's like okay this is the truth isn't out here and walks away and pretty much like writes him off like you're a damn fool because you're just sitting out in the woods. You're supposed to go conquer the world. And uh, 
what rubbed me the wrong way a little bit was like, okay, I like this story. It's cool. And then after he's like, Alexander was wrong. <laughs> was like, <laughs> he should have been, he should have gave up everything and gone to the woods and meditate. And I was like, oh God, okay. <laughs> so I started thinking in my own head and I was like, okay, like I love, like I'm, don't know anybody listening to it don't think i'm talking about on meditation i just like it to be connected to action okay um i started thinking in my head i was like okay let's let's let's, let's do a little thought experiment here let's think, let's get like two twins okay two twins born at the exact same time one twin you put deep in the woods he meditates the hardest highest meditation you've ever meditated in your entire life and meditates forever 40 years straight dopest meditator on the planet no one could touch this to meditate and killing it <laughs> all day long deep in the woods doesn't mean a single person in life his twin brother you know gets gets under gets uh taught formally in religion realizes that hmm we need to help our spiritual brethren get out of the darkness and start stop stumbling and creates institutions create buildings creates programs to help his brother become the best they can be mentally physically and spiritually they both die at the exact same time and then we, they want when, when they both reach the creator what's the creator going to say to each one of them you know mm. oh dang this dude built my kingdom this dude changed the planet oh this dude just sat in the middle of the woods i think that's a good example of how i look at things mm. but at the same time i think meditation is necessary and you know, we can go on about merkaba fields we can talk electromagnetic chakra systems all day long but <laughs> that's that's what the legacy is working with and uh mm. yeah that's it. That's it. Yeah, okay. I, I totally feel you on that. Because what is, what are all these practices if you don't apply them in some kind of way to help others? Because once you, once you, for me at least, once I come to these realizations through meditation and through yoga, whatever you do, you kind of realize, wait a second, my being isn't just this body. My being is also you and everyone else around me. So because of that, because I realized that I'm like, oh, well, I have to obviously help others. If others are me and we're all suffering, obviously we all go through shit. I have to do in the best of my ability possible to help others see the light, essentially, to help others um, reach that realization. And then it becomes just kind of like a snowball effect at that point. Okay. So yeah. you're, talking, you're talking about the deepness right now. <laughs> Yeah, like guys, we can't do this unless we do it all together for real. And like me personally, the way I look at reality is like I can't, I can't get to that level until my brother gets to that level. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm thinking planetary. I'm thinking universally. Like if we all got to experience this, then my personal journey is through others. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Like, yeah, I that's love the story like, of the Bodhisattva. It, it, amen. Straight up. Hey, talk about that. <laughs> but, <laughs> I like saying like every time I say you, what do you think? You think me, right? So you and me are the same. You are just another me. Mm -hmm. So you know what I'm saying? I need to look at you like you're me. I need to treat yeah. you as such. So like, yeah, exactly. Straight up. We need to, we need to do this together. Mm -hmm. We need to do it together. Um, if you don't mind me asking now that we're on the subject of meditation, um, do you meditate? Oh uh, yeah, man. I uh I mean, I try to every day. I don't, it's not really like a rigid practice, like five o'clock, I have to go meditate. It's more so just like, I mean, there's days I, I don't. <laughs> there's, it's not really like a rigid practice. It's just kind of something that's in my life where it's just like, how do I put it? It's like something that I don't take so seriously, but yet I'm never going to give up. 
it's because if I take if you take it too seriously and you have to do the, like the five o'clock got to meditate today, then I feel like you're missing the point because then it's not it's just something that you're forcing yourself to do. So then thus, it's like the feet and the purpose of meditation. So to me, it's just like, if I, it's just, just something in my, in my being, I guess, I don't really know how else to describe it. I'm like, all right, I just gotta go find a quiet area and just sit down for maybe 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes, whatever it is. And then I don't even have a time limit too on meditations. That's, that's the thing too, is like some people are like, all right, five o'clock, I gotta do it for 20 minutes. Me, I'm just like, if I feel it, I'll go. And then I'll, however long I can do it. And then that's it. Um, it's, but it's not something that's so serious. Like I used to in the beginning, but I think as uh, for me, at least as I go, as I went on with my meditations, I realized the more I, the more that I take it seriously, the less I'm getting from it. And not that I'm doing it to get something, but it's more so of just like, it seems pointless to do it in that way. So it is present in my life but it's not really something where I, it's like, I have to do it in the morning. I have to do it at night because it's, that's not really what it's about in my opinion. You're hundred percent right, dude. You're hundred percent. I'm on the same thing, dude. I knew I met a brother. Um, <laughs> like I said, I love meditating. I try to do it every day, but dude, I'll be damned if I tell you that I'm doing it every day. Cause I'm not, um, yeah. <laughs> do I love the subject? I'm so intrigued as an American. Maybe it might just be due to, you know, being raised in American culture. We're not really taught to meditate, you know, Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I, I try, but the subject, you know, it really turns my mind on, you know, and my brain starts turning like what, okay, people are meditating. Why the hell are they doing that? What's the main purpose, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, if we can go on off a tangent, because that's what we do here, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a, I went, I went to the University of Connecticut. I have a, uh, I studied biology and philosophy. Um, I guess I'm just going to drop it. Let's just drop the hammer. You are the universe experiencing itself, speaking to everybody, right? I'm the universe experiencing itself subjectively, objectively, however you want to put it, subjectively, I guess. Um, aren't our, you are sitting in a physical body just like me, okay? I don't want to sound weird, but we have physical bodies, okay? Physical bodies, they come from our planet. They come, they're made up of atoms and molecules and particles, right? And we know from science, all molecules and particles and atoms come from the center of a star, right? When a star goes supernova, explodes, it spreads these particles throughout the universe. They coalesce, cool down, they form planets. And we pop up on the planets. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are literally the spontaneous manifestation of the universe. We are the universe experiencing itself or the eyes and ears of God, right? Mm -hmm. um, within this form, I would say, for for without going too deep and for going on another tangent within within the biorhythms and the the heartbeat the breath the pulses through the throughout the body the circadian rhythm system the, the i call these biorhythms throughout the body via biorhythms there are latent signatures from universal reality does that make sense like one one we evolved to man one that single cell organism came from wherever it came from when it came from that single star, you know, it needed the elements from a star going supernova. When that single cell evolved up to man, that evolutionary process that takes millions of years codes certain programs into the DNA of the human being. And if I could say it like this, okay, you know, when you look at a star, I just made a video about this. I feel like I'm repeating myself, but whatever. <laughs> if you look at a star, 
that starlight is traveling all the way across the universe and hitting you in your eye, okay? You're in contact with that star. It doesn't matter if you're looking at it or not. If you look away, that star is still going to be in contact with you. And guess what? It's not just that star. It's all the stars, okay? Every star is that contact, but it's hitting you at some point in time, unless you're like hiding behind like a wall. Even though, so, I don't know, starlight, maybe we'll go through walls, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but so now let's bring it back to that single cell, right? That single cell that is evolving in the water birth. That that single cell relies on um, heat energy, um, thermodynamic energy, I guess you'd say, in order to evolve. Where does it get its energy to evolve and process from? Look, if you take away our sun, what happens to the plants? They die. You know, photosynthesis, light energy. Our single cell that's evolving up to man is getting light energy, but not only from our sun, right? Sunlight is a certain frequency. So that single cell organism is also getting hit by other stars. <gasps> other points of the universe and they are kind of like over time while it's evolving and hitting it it programs higher star frequencies aka the chakras every chakra i'm saying is correlating to a different frequency that are programmed into our dna by starlet <gasps> so i'm saying that like the way i look at meditation is that these grids these like these electromagnetic grids every time you think a thought it's an electric impulse in your brain and if you have an electric impulse, every time it creates a magnetic field. If you have an electric current, it creates a magnetic field of electromagnetism. If you're a walking, talking, breathing, fucking <laughs> electromagnet. <laughs> and, and you have the ability to tap into this latent star field that is just all around. It's all like cosmic Wi-Fi, you mm. know, just getting projected. So through my meditations, I, I believe that mon like everything's a frequency. So through mantra, like, um, you can vibrate your chest cavity, which vibrates your cells through breathing. You know, when the air molecules go into your lungs, you create static electricity when the particles pass your lungs and go back out. So you're creating a magnetic charge, you know, and then through mm. visualization. So visualizations, intonation, intonations, mantra, and certain um, postures, I do believe we can access another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You know what I'm saying? But that's yeah. how I look at it. That's how I look at it more like logically and then, like understanding mm. as opposed to just some like turn my mind off. Like what? <laughs> wow, yeah, that's pretty far out, man. So you think that we're like um when we <laughs> say that again? I was like D Bake, that's it. My name's Dedrick Baker. People call me D Bake. So D Bake's crazy. Don't listen to this guy. <laughs> no, man, that's not that's honestly that's the idea. But that's the paradigm that we're moving toward is ideas like that and, and tapping into our that's essentially tapping into our being in 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 uh peeling the layers back of what it means to actually be a human being. Right. right? More than yeah. just the, the root chakra, because that's where everybody's trapped in the lower frequency, the lower vibrations. But once you unlock the higher vibrations, then yes, we can ascend and um essentially it's like an information download in a way it's like you yes. you open yourself up to vast amounts of possibilities that you weren't even aware were possible and it's just simply through electromagnetic energy and kind mm -hmm. of like letting that fluctuate throughout our spinal column and yes. I, that's interesting how i've never really heard it put that it's like it's energy from stars but yes it, it technically is right because everything right. is Star. <laughs> <laughs> everything that's what i'm trying to say like wi-fi nodes to me and you can just download programs you know <laughs> man think about that like we're all just we're yeah like if you trace it back it's like the timeline of humans not even from when we were humans like just 
timeline of life of 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 a of an organic being it goes all the way back and if you keep going all the way before we were even microbes before we were even bacteria before we were even whatever's before bacteria <laughs> we we were we were just light we are essentially made light. of light and what is yeah. light what is light You're light is what is light how would you describe what light is because if we can describe what light is that is our true source essentially it's energy like is, is it god energy is it like the oh no <laughs> oh, i said the g don't word tell the, don't tell the <laughs> <laughs> is it the is it like the creational i don't know is the creation aspect of this universe is it all at the basis of light and electromagnetic energy it seems to be gravitational harmonics <gasps> i don't even know what that is <laughs> yeah. so like uh dude same train exact thought what you're saying so yeah what is light oh the bible says god is light Ooh, weird mm. <laughs> so like yeah and light and stars are the basis of the universe without those you can't do nothing so like the way i can like i, I always think big picture bro so I think of the universe in its entirety and I think, okay, it's studded with stars and you know, these stars are radiating three dimensions everywhere and they're all nodes. It's like, they're like, they're like uh, transceivers, like receiving and transmitting light from different areas. Like the entire universe is a star network pretty much, you know? Yeah. And, uh, geez. Cosmic Wi-Fi of creative yeah. divine energy. Yeah. And that's what, that's what started our life. I mean, it started evolution. So like, I don't know. Maybe there's something. I mean, not maybe there's something. I know there's something there. Do yeah. meditation. We'll figure it out, you know. But it's interesting to think about, right? So, like, I, I was taught through my studies that stars couple with each other through gravitational harmonics. Okay. Um, stars are light, right? Mm-hmm. They give off light. There's floating balls of light. Who, who designed that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's floating balls of light, right? If if when when I say cup and you think cup in your mind, what do you see? What is that cup made of? It's made of light. The images in your mind are light. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's like <laughs> we're trapping exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about you're holding the cup and you think about the cup. The mm -hmm. cup you think about is not the same as the cup you're holding. You know. What's mm. that cup in your mind? What's the material? What's the substance? It's real. It's in your mind. It's light. It's like our brains captured a little bit of that universe light and allows us to like play with it. Now that's interesting. The universe gives us free will to do things. Mm. That's crazy. Because I've my I have a minor in philosophy and I've talked to a lot of let's say uh depressed philosophers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who you know, existentialists who don't know the meat, there's no reason, you know. Nihilism. Not exactly. Oh, you already know the deal. Straight up. <laughs> um, so it's interesting that the universe gave us light to work with. Okay. A lot of philosophers that I ran into said, believe in the material mechanistic universe theory that it is a pure mechanism, you know? Yeah. As in, like, everything's mechanistic, everything is machine like. But a machine can't recognize itself, you know? A mm. machine only recognizes what's programmed. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the fact that we're like, if you put a million machines in the same environment, they would all react to the environment the same. Does that make sense? 
isn't that us? No, uh, that's not us. We all react differently, uniquely, individually. We actually yeah. kind of break the mechanistic concept. The fact that we're conscious of ourselves means we've broken the mechanistic concept. You know what I'm saying? A machine yeah. can't understand what the universe is. So, dude, I've had these like conversations with a lot of people, especially philosophers, that they have they have this depressed look on the universe. But once you realize that you are uh, you are a subjective expression of the universe, and you have you know the ability to rise up higher instead of looking at it you're just an animal and there's no reason you know that's yeah. a huge that's a that's a, honestly that's what the legacy's working with bro a lot of people think they're just animals a lot of people mm. don't know that they have that they're they're a cosmic antenna tapping into the cosmic to the stellar wi-fi you know yeah they don't they don't understand that they're more than what they're more like i like to say it like this you're an angel in training bro <laughs> we're that's angels good. in training we just forgot it mm. like, don't think you're just a monkey like yeah we evolved and that's a whole nother subject. People use evolution to disprove God. But mm. to me, that picture of a single cell evolving to man is God. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Right. That is just like the whole process of like the, the, the process of simply being this uh, explosion of light called a sun or a star. And then from that, somehow over millions and billions of years, evolving into a being that can facilitate a conversation like this that is itself concepts isn't that itself just um divine isn't that itself just like whoa (laughs) isn't that spiritual itself right there like i know what you mean though like how if because i used to be a very uh materialist person too and just kind of uh you know i just saw the i just saw life as a scientific process i guess you could say and i definitely know how you could kind of uh align yourself with like oh it doesn't really mean anything we're just animals just like just like a dog or a cat or a cow and we are that's the thing it's because we are actually that but we're also more it's not that we're not animals because we are animals but we're, we're we're more than animals that's the thing i think they people that are of the materialist paradigm don't recognize that we are more. It's not that we're not animals and we're not part of evolution in, in this divine process and we still have to take a shit and go to sleep and <laughs> we still get horny and whatever it is to be, a, to, to be an animal. But we're also more than that. Like we have the ability to contemplate our own being and consciousness and have this kind of conversation. Like that's the that's the aspect to me that is um that goes beyond words essentially that is like that is a part of the uh if you want to call it god going with the g word the divine creator like that's the part of us that is uh something (laughs) you know (laughs) as substance no i I mean yeah straight up we we got the mark of the beast where where we have animal inheritance yes i agree 100% But you're right. Like I think it's I think it's amazing that you recognize that we're more than animals, which a lot of people are having a hard time with. And um, how did you recognize that? How did I recognize that? Um, through meditation. Good question. How did I recognize that? Oh, uh, no, just through logical observation. You know, we think, we talk, just like what you're talking about. We're making technology. Ain't no other animal out there making technology. So, like, I refuse to believe we were just animals from the get go. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I raised my hand in third grade and I told the teacher, I was like, um, why do we exist? 
in the middle of the class. And the teacher's like, we don't ask those questions. She even called a parent-teacher conference with my parents. And it's like, your son's asking crazy stuff. And I was like, oh, God. Like, you're the adult. I thought you guys should know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what made me realize? No, I just, yeah, I never accepted the fact that we were animals. But um, I forgot. I was talking about something and I totally trailed off. And I hate when I do that. So I got to make the point. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, we, I mean, we were just talking about how we're more than just animals. I mean, I don't, I don't know. No, no, no. I got it. No, I remember the point. It's a, okay. and I want to relate it to this exactly. We're more than just animals. Um, mm-hmm. We have light in our minds. And I was talking about um, stellar harmonics, gravitational harmonics. And we were talking about, yeah, this light that we have in our head that's trapped in our head that we see images in is starlight. It's, you know, we just capture a little bit of it. Hmm. Um, I want to say that I wanna, I'm just going to ask some provoking questions. Why do you think you can modulate the light in your mind? As in like my imagination? Yes. Why, why did the universe give you a certain control of a little bit of light inside of you? Interesting, right? Because I, that part of me is a part of the, the, the same, that part of me that, that has the imagination and is able to kind of um, tap into that is the part of me that is a part of the same process that created this, that, exactly. that, that created this body in this entire, oh. this entire universe, this entire reality. That's the that same power that we can tap into. Like we, we are the creation, we as human beings, we are animals, but we are also the creational I don't even know creational is a word. We are the creation. <laughs> we are the creation aspect of the universe. We have the we have been given the gift of imagination, of free will, and the ability to exercise that to create the the hopefully heaven on earth, the ideal world, a utopia. And um, from there, I don't know. After that, we just we just flourish. <laughs> Not right now, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I think the, our imagination and the, the ability to create things such as podcasts or whatever, paint a picture, write music, that is the same wavelength or frequency of God, you know, Amen. of divine Amen. creation. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, so to go crazy. I'm going to go, d is crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so from my studies... <laughs> I've learned that the universe is based off light and sound. Light and sound are the foundational properties. I'll give you an example. So I have thoughts in my head, right? I don't, you can't see my thoughts in my head. So I have to use language and words, right? What's words? It's like my vocal cords vibrating and I'm creating sound waves, sounds. These sound waves go and they hit your ear and you retranslate them into pictures in your mind. Yeah. So I'm using sound waves to transfer transfer light pictures. You know, mm-hmm. I'm using I'm just shooting shooting my mind at you with via sound waves. It's like te- telepathy. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So now it's a major version of what we're talking about using sound to modulate light. Mm, oh. oh God, here we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, back to the whole like star coupling thing. Um, stars were our local stars the sun right um in my studies it says that stars link up through gravitation you know they couple gravitational fields gravity gravity links our planets together if you don't know gravity is go google it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah gravity and gravities are linked i don't want to get like too scientific but 
magnetohydrodynamic star channels. So like stars are magneto, they're dynamos, magnetodynamic. This is what creates gravitational fields, like our Earth's crust revolving around the iron corn, iron corn, iron core. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? And it generates a magnetic field. You know, this is known. It stops asteroids. Every stellar body, such as a star or a planet, creates magnetic fields based off due to its rotation. Okay. Mm-hmm. These somehow create a field and they link into each other. They lock into each other. You know, um, stars do this, and stars are of different frequencies. Um, I'm just gonna throw it out there because we're going deep. Uh, back to my meditation and tapping into this Wi-Fi. How do we? So how do we tap into the different nodes in the sky? Um, imagine if you knew a mantra that was correlated to the same vibrational frequency as a starlight. Mm. It's like, a, like a mantra is like a password almost, you know. Mm. So just like stars can couple into each other through gravity. And we're talking about modulating light through sound. I feel like there's a certain way to link into different stars and download like higher information. Wow. Oh, crazy. I know, right? He bakes <laughs> off the deep end, man. Don't listen to this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's truth to that though. Right? I mean, why else do, why else do a million years of people talking about like mantra and you know, I mean, like I've meditated with mantra before and it like, focuses you in you know so yeah i don't know it's a thought out there but um yeah dude that's crazy right yeah the question is then like what is what are, are the even, what is the steps and yeah, are we even able to resonate at that frequency with our voice <laughs> now you got me thinking hardcore too yeah all right i'm gonna go yeah so have you heard of pites of electricity i don't think so so pipes of electricity has to do with electromagnetic fields that are created by crystals. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the most abundant material in our planet's crust is? No. Quartz. Quartz crystal. Oh, okay. Quartz crystal. There's actually a crystalline grid that runs through our crust. Mm-hmm. Remember, our crust is the hard part. In the center is a core, and there's magma, lava in between. So our crust is like floating. Remember, there can be liquid quartz crystal too, which exists in magma form. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I remember doing this experiment when I was little, like uh, tiny. So you vibrate a crystal against a copper plate and it creates an electromagnetic charge. You can light up a light bulb off it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, through science, through piezoelectricity, electricity, we understand that crystal quartz can generate a magnetic field with vibration. And there's a ton of quartz in our crust okay and i'm saying that this is a giant field you can that our our earth the magnetic field and the gravitational field our earth generates and that yeah i love what you're saying is yeah i don't know if we can create a vibrational frequency that high with a singular voice but i you know she's i'm always thinking because i think the same thoughts dude that's so crazy how can i amplify myself how can mm. i amplify my whatever you know and I don't know, maybe through tapping into our own piezoelectric grid to magnify our own thoughts, mm. uh, something like that. Using our using our Earth as like a grounding antenna, and then you know, because it's already locked in, right? It's already locked in. Should be yeah. locked into the already. So, yeah, I know we're going off the freaking deep end meditation stuff. No, oh, that's good. The, hey, deeper the better, man. This is this is what the whole podcast is about. Right. It's exploring 
ideas that usually aren't explored. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. So that. Do you think that, that like so these crystals, like the whole idea? I'm not really much into crystals. I just like how they look. I don't really. There's a lot of like pseudo science around it, and I don't really know who to believe. But so, on that topic though, so do you think like meditating with these crystals allow you to align with the frequency of that stone, which then allows you to elevate to higher states of um, meditation frequency, uh, essentially? Yes, and this is where the new age crystal people come in. <laughs> uh -huh. They'll teach us both better than I can teach you. I don't know. I'm just logically processing it. But when yeah. it comes down to like, what crystal does what, that's a great idea, huh? Uh, maybe they're onto something. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, though. Is like how there's so many people with their hands in the pot of, of, of opinions of what these crystals are, but I don't know like who do you believe you know like you can't just go on some random website and believe it but i think there is logically like what'd you say <laughs> go on a website two days later you're selling crystals yeah exactly that's i mean that's probably a reality for a lot of people honestly <laughs> <laughs> but i think logically yes the way that we just explained it if there are certain like i mean it is a simple concept if you actually if you outline it you know if there's there's certain frequencies that yep. And we resonate at a certain frequency, but in order to resonate at those higher frequencies of stars of whatever you want to call it, we might not be able to do it just simply in this physical form. We might need the aid of these higher frequencies. And, yes. And those the aid comes from things that just naturally resonate at those frequencies. So the question is, to me, what just came off my head is like, all right, so then if we need the aid, then what is the best way that we we work with these stone allies of ours to to ascend? <laughs> what is the best way that we do that? Right? Is it just simply meditating? Is it like is it saying a mantra? Is it is it are there certain mantras that align with these stones? There's a lot for me to learn and I don't know the answers, but it's to me the the idea of it seems like there has some kind of credibility. There's just mm -hmm. so much BS out there, I feel like. Yeah. It, I just don't know where to even start. Dude, we're on the same level with the crystals, Gary. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll walk that one with you. We'll go around and figure them out, but yeah, it's, it's wild, right? as well mm. now i want to throw another thing out there with you okay okay talking about like starlight star channels you know universal networks grids of mm -hmm. light How, you know with the whole disclosure thing ufos aliens traveling through the universe right yeah um you know david Fravor is yeah he was the guy that was on joe rogan right and he the, yeah the he homeboy the, who the pilot reported it. yeah homeboy pilot he yeah. went to school with my dad my dad graduated at the naval academy they're in the same class wow that's awesome <laughs> I, used to, I started talking about it and literally i'm visiting in memphis right i'm from california mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in memphis tennessee right now visiting him i'm just talking about ufo disclosure and he whipped out a freaking naval academy yearbook and starts telling me stories about him in favor back in the day that's what? what's really crazy is that he was in charge of the honor committee so he was like cadets had to like follow a certain like honor not lie cheat or steal or nothing if they get caught they got expelled and he was like in charge of that so he's a man of integrity which is dope mm -hmm. so he, like everything he's saying is true if he couldn't have already told you know mm -hmm. but that was interesting to say but yeah okay so this dude chased a freaking ufo aliens talking about star channels and you know coupling light fields like hmm, how do the ufos travel right mm. Mm. 
yeah, I think it has something to do not of the physical, like if they don't have jet propulsion systems or no. you know, internal no. combustion engines. That they, they look at that and they we look as we look at a horse and carriage, you know. There's some kind mm-hmm. of like element 151, I think it's called that. Um that other oh, guy that was on Joe Rogan. Bob Lazar. 115. Yeah, that's what it is. I Bob, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have Bob Lazar's autograph? Yeah, bro. Um, I'll, I'll send, what I'll did he sign? You, you signed a, the, a poster for his Bob Lazar Flying Saucers, Area 51 Flying Saucers documentary. Wow. I went to the premiere and I walked up to him. I was like, yo. <laughs> That's legendary. Yeah, dude. I know. So, so but, I'm not, not showing not for them. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, that's something to show off. Bob Lazar. Hey, wait, so that's crazy. So, Bob Lazar, you have, like, you kind of, you met this dude and your dad is friends with David Fravor. There's something, some, something weird going on there. Right? Yeah, man. Know. But, I just, yeah. I, I just walk the steps. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's telling me vision. I just say, okay. <laughs> uh, but getting at it, yeah, I mean, who knows what the it's hell. They, they, they obviously have some kind of access to either some element that resonates at a higher frequency that allows them to transcend time and space uh, that goes beyond. It really, I don't think we we'll, can really understand it. They just have technology that goes way beyond our scope of thinking at this point. And I do fully believe, I fully believe, saying it now on camera, there are extraterrestrial beings that are present and they have been present probably Ooh, quite essentially. You're hitting the vein. Yeah, they might have been here for our entire existence, to be honest. And I don't um, want to say it. I don't want to sound crazy. You said no, it bro. Hey, <laughs> this is what this is about. This podcast is to to, to make the, the crazy out in the light, man. There's no such Straight thing up. as crazy on this thing. Like, we can talk no. about whatever. <laughs> We want to go to the depths, you know? All right. So I'm just first saying creation. <laughs> like I haven't already been. Uh, no, yeah. no, you're right. Yeah. So. Maurice, I'm going to cut you off. Sorry. We're making trucks. I'm a comedian no, too. I just stand up on the, when I can. Right. Yeah. COVID killed all uh, the stages. You know? Yeah. That sucks. Sorry. I don't mean that. If any if other viewers are watching, like, oh, this guy's talking too much. No, I'm a, no, I'm a joke. I like humor, you know? Yeah, same dude. It's all good. You, we're just having a conversation. It's all good. I don't even know what I was. I was just saying that the, the you know. Oh, you're talking about the aliens. Yeah, the dude. aliens. Okay. These extraterrestrial we'll beings. Let's talk about the aliens. Yes. <laughs> we're going to go there. These extraterrestrial beings definitely have some, I mean, who knows? I, I can't, like, I'm not going to act like I know what the hell is going on, but they just obviously have some kind of technology. And it seems to be that element 115, right? It's very <clears throat> peculiar to me because according to that guy's story, like they, they know what it does, but they don't know how it works, which is crazy. Right. So that's really weird. We can't like reverse engineer whatever this technology is. That's something that to me, then that means whatever that technology is, is completely out of this world. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's something it maybe it's something that's from another planet and just there's like another like i don't i don't know i'm not a chemist i'm not a biologist i'm not any i'm not a scientist bro so but there's something there's more than meets the eye and uh, obviously these extraterrestrial beings have the technology and they're probably listening right now to me and they're just laughing at me like <laughs> <laughs> <a> silly <laughs> monkey <laughs> for real dude have you well, did you hear about it i mean what a great time for a podcast um 
two days ago, what, two days ago, I think the FBI, CIA, NSA released like 2,000 pages of documents for like unclassified. Yeah. Wow. Happened the other day, like, all on Reddit, all on social media and stuff. People are put, you know, posting screen. We have to sift through it to read it ourselves, you know? Yeah. Dude, I only good? read like two of them, bro, because there's thousands of documents, but. The government straight up claims extraterrestrials have been here since before humanity was a thing. In that, in the disclosure? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, no, it's nuts. They're saying there's a galactic federation that they've been watching us. There are older cosmic cousins, there are older brothers, there, and there's two different factions. One wants <clears throat> there's benevolence and malevolence, and the grays are the malevolence, you know, all this crazy stuff, dude. Gnarly. This is disclosed by the, the United States government. Yeah, two days ago. You know, dude, NSA, CIA, FBI, they dropped like like yesterday, two days ago was the date for you know, six years ago. They go, How this is can't this be not being dude. talked about more. Dude, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. After this, we can go on Reddit, read all that. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna be up all night now. Yeah, I know. It's nuts. And uh it's just wild to think about. Yeah. So like, why are they here? What are they doing here? How do we fit into the mix? Dude, I read one document that said they look just like us. There's extraterrestrials that are humanoid. Oh, man. That's a weird thing to think about, right? Oh. <laughs> That's a really weird thing to think about. Maybe we are the extraterrestrials, and they uploaded us with a program to... to hey, ooh, now you're talking. <laughs> now you're talking. And they've been, like, you know, watching over it to make sure that program runs good. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. But I mean, honestly, that's an idea that people have had for a long time. Maybe we're just like this experiment. But why? Feels the question like, is I don't know. why? You know, why? why? Now that we know, if these, if this is true, all this information got disclosed, right? All right, then that's cool. Like, there's aliens, blah, blah, blah. There's some kind of spiritual war going on. We got grays. We got undercover aliens. <laughs> But why? Like you said, where do we come yeah, from? Yeah, undercover aliens. No, exactly. You want to hear some crazy stuff? Oh, God. Please. Here we go. I'm so glad we met. <laughs> this theory, I'm not, I'm not stating this is fact or authority. I just want to spit out some thoughts and we can talk about it. Okay. Go through the nitty-gritty. I'm taking from multiple sources here, okay? Not just one source. Okay. Multiple papers, pretty much 15 years of study, my personal experience. Um, I've come to the conclusion, hypothesis, okay, <laughs> don't take my word for stone, um, mm -hmm. that just do my studies that, sorry about the background noise, dude. It's, all good. it's not bad. It's all good. All right. Cool. Um, supposedly the universe is open-ended and not yet done. It's like ever yet. expanding? Like it's still. Yes. It's mm -hmm. still being created. Mm. Okay. So if I can pencil paint a mental picture for you, let's think of the entire universe, right? But let's use that geometric form of a atom or a solar system with a central point with things revolving around, you know, pattern yeah. of God, as above, so below, whatever. Um, think of the center of the universe is where the Father resides, where God resides, is where the Creator resides, the source, Yahweh, call him what you want. It's the source of the universe and everything revolves around him, you know? Supposedly, our planet is on the very outskirts, as farthest removed from the source. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the entire universe is federated. It's, it's governed, the hierarchy of governing celestial personalities. 
these are the these are the angels the extraterrestrials that are on our planet okay why are they here supposedly the mission of the universe is to perfect the universe okay what does that mean so the next stage of universal reality cannot start until the previous sectors are already perfected okay Okay. So that's why the angels are so invested in us, because for, in order for them to see the next stage, they need to help us become the best we can be perfect. Oh, so that's why they're so interested in us now, because in order for them to perceive the next stage of rea universal reality, we must qualify. That makes sense. And that's far why, are they here? why are they here? And then they also say that once that happens, we will be able to co-participate with them in the creation, the further expansion, whatever the hell that future looks like. I can barely guess mm. this one. You know? mm. Yeah. But for right? some reason, we yeah. are humans are are a pivotal element in that process. Yes, exactly. You know mm. what I'm saying. So, mm. so what? Okay, this is just this is off the top. You know, this is all. Yeah, like, exactly. We're just we're just talking, bro. So. <laughs> So if we are this pivotal, out, so in order to, for these angels or interdimensional beings, I guess you could say, yeah. to yeah. ascend and create this perfection, first they need to work with humans. Yes. So then where do we come in in creating that perfection? Is it creating this like heaven on the earth? Kingdom. The yes. kingdom? Yes. The, uh, back in the day, they used the term kingdom of heaven. And today, in the term is a galactic federation. They didn't have the term galaxy back then. They used the term heaven. They didn't have the term federation back then. They used the term kingdom. Kingdom of heaven is the galactic federation, the universal government. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We need to build that. We need to perfect our sphere, our planet mm -hmm. through institutions, the legacy. Hey, <laughs> so, that, so that, you know, we can eat, we eat universal equilibrium, I like to say. And then finally, the next stage will roll out and it even to my studies it says that human beings are going to have a part in the next stage so once you perfect yourself down here we're going to be sent out there to take in the new mortals or whoever appears you know i don't think it's even fathomable what the next stage is if there is a next exactly. stage um, yeah it's all speculation <laughs> yeah well that's cool like if you like um that's that's my personal mission to, to upstep the universe bro <laughs> chill out yeah. <laughs> that should be everybody's right isn't it isn't that right everybody's mission like so that is at our deepest of deep is to further humanity's development to create a better world to use what the universe gave us but contribute back isn't that beautiful yeah right <laughs> it makes me uh that idea gives me a sense of purpose and i think that's what we all lack is purpose yes. and if you have purpose in life then what like what's how do I put this? Everybody, I feel like, including myself, and I'm speaking from personal experience, I there was a point in my life where I lacked purpose. And there was like, I just woke up, whatever, I just got to go to work, go home, I go to sleep, and that's it. I'm like, just like, oh, but what is it? Well, when you describe something of that magnitude, then I'm like, whoa, there is more than just a purpose than a paycheck. It's more than a purpose of uh, just simply uh satisfying my sensual pleasures it's a purpose that seems to be of this um enormous divine magnitude of, where, of which we're caught in this um crazy calamity of 
good and bad. It seems like if they're what you're saying, I don't know anything about what you're saying, but from what you're saying, <laughs> <laughs> from what you told me, there is it, there seems to be good and bad. There seems to be the bad guys and the good guys, good energy, bad energy, negative energy, positive energy, whether, you know, yin and yang, whatever you want to put it. And when you put it in that kind of way, it seems to be that we're caught in this story. We're, we're and in that story is an extension of that ever expanding universe. And that is, that's amazing. What the, like, what more do you want? <laughs> I mean, like, right. <laughs> right. What more do you guys want? <laughs> so I've been saying, man, it's all the people who are addicted to social media. Uh, you know, Say that again. Tell the people who are addicted to social media that. <laughs> what more do you want? You know? <laughs> what do you want? We're in this like crazy spiritual war. So, yeah, right? Isn't that beautiful? And you can, and not only are we in the midst, we're in the center of I'm greasy as hell. I'm shining. <laughs> it's all good. Um, well, yeah, exactly. Like, not only are you in the middle of it, but you get a chance to participate in it, you know? Yeah. And if I can be honest with you, that's, that's, a, that's a big deal to me. Like, the fact that, I don't know. I know, I know the 21st century planet Earth to most people seems crazy, but. I'm crazy too, so I look at it a little bit different. Mm-hmm. To me, it's an opportunity to represent, you know? Like Rep- represent if what? If we're co-participants in universal reality and creating the kingdom, and on the 21st century planet Earth, the kingdom hasn't been created yet, then I have a great opportunity now to create it. You know, I can leave my yeah. personal like fingerprint on it, you know? Yeah. And right, like I want to you know, like, imagine like I'm not tooting my own horn, bro, but when I would read Abraham Lincoln and George Washington and the history books, I'd be like, oh man, those guys are awesome. Like now I'm like, you know what, dude, put your name in the book, you know? Yeah. That's so is that why you called it the legacy? <clears throat> legacy of humankind, baby. Mm. Yeah, right. So picture these these beings of when we're we're we're, you know, obviously we're not gonna live forever. And I think that also that comes with the idea of your own mortality, also. Um comes with the idea of like, okay, well, if I'm not going to live forever, then the other people are going to uh, go, uh, what's the word, uh, to people that come after you, uh, not descendants. Okay. Yeah. We'll say descendants. Like the people are going to, there, there are going to be my descendants and people that are going to live after me. So I'm going to have to leave the world a better place than it was than when I was here. That's, that's nuts. That's, that's how I try to live. <laughs> imagine now now imagine if that was like the central theme of like everybody's mind that's what i'm trying to instill bro like yeah. dude that'd be beautiful i don't want to call it utopia because that'd be perfect but that's the closest we're gonna get bro you know yeah it's a utopian mindset yeah exactly and that's the first step i don't know what team are you on i don't know if you saw my last video what team are you? i'm on team human bro you on team human i'm on team human bro <laughs> yeah i'm on team human yeah, yeah i noticed right. that in your video you said that you're on team human there's no there's no other team to be on there's no realer team than being a human like all of these silly labels and differences that we see with each other it's just it's so silly like i said it's so childish man dude now dude that's what we're working with, bro. We're working with adult children. Like they look yeah. like they're 50, but mentally they're still like six. Like yeah. that's crazy. And we're talking about like, yeah, getting them to understand they're they're, they're more than what they are. They have the ability to hit their potential and to contribute to universal reality. 
Dude, that's an obstacle and a half. And that's why I respect the hell out of what you're doing through the country perspective. That's dope. Appreciate it, man. One person at a time, one one podcast at a time. Honestly, at this point, I'm just having fun. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just trying to connect. <laughs> For real. That's crazy. Yeah. That, that is cool though. Like if there if people will look back on on people that did the work and said like, oh, they created this world for me. Yeah. Matt, see, not- I think that's half the problem right there. Like I just had a kid, he's one, he's five months old now. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> um, but like when I was born to the world, you know, they like that, that's a huge problem. There's like no institution, there's no organization here to like tell you why you're here. Like you're born, <laughs> they're like, oh, you know, turn 18, like make money, you're on your own. Bye bye. And you're like, yeah, okay. right. Like mm-hmm. it's stuck. if somebody was here telling me like, hey, you're here to be the best person you can be and you're here to help others be the same. Yeah. You know what I'm like, yeah. Such a different mindset already. Yeah, I think that's our role is because uh, we're not going to, obviously, I'm not going to change seven and a half billion people's mind just by having a podcast and, and talking about it. I think our role is to have the next generation be, they're the ones that are going to have the new world. And then from there, they create their next generation. We, it's our role is to just have our kids essentially. Yeah. And not even just our own kids. They can have other kids as well that are growing up and let them know from a young age what they are. Because like you said, in school, I don't think I've ever heard the word meditation. I've never heard anything about what we're talking about. I had to do this all on my own accord. Like literally nobody did this for me. But, he's a real one. He's a real one. <laughs> but if if somebody were to bring that up, maybe at we'll say six, seven, eight years old, and maybe just mention it, try it out, maybe a yoga class, maybe a meditation thing, just introduce me to the concept and the idea. It would be so much easier to digest and um, uh, bring into my life as something like that is uh, something just like brushing my teeth or tying my shoes before I go out. Just something that, because I believe that meditation and anything else that we do to take care of ourselves, whether it's exercise, just anything, like you said, uh, mind, body, spirit, all the, the Holy Trinity, right? I believe, <laughs> I believe that is something that is inherent to what we are as humans. Like you, and we're missing that aspect. And that's why so many people are unhappy is because we don't have that aspect in our life that should be there. So if we create a world where that aspect is there from a young age, then yeah, we're going to have that utopia. It's just gonna take a lot of time. It's going to take telling our kids like, hey man, like from a young age, like, look, yeah, you're, um, you're, you're, I don't even know how to say it, dude. I'm not a father, you know, I'm not gonna act like I know how to raise a kid, but it's like, hey man, you're, you know, you're, uh, you're more than just like what you are than this. Like you're the entire universe and, and try to introduce them to these you know, maybe have a conversation just like we're having now and like ask them questions, try to get their brain working and try to like, like let them answer their own like, you know, questions and because kids are naturally curious. So maybe get them on the, the, on that curious path, but not towards like, I don't even know, just like get them kind of like in that mindset. Mm-hmm. And then from there, they're going to be these superhumans because, you know, it's, it's like, right? Because it's like when you teach a kid guitar at like five or eight, like they can just learn a song. They can just learn an instrument way faster than I could ever learn it or just any kind of skill, whatever it is. If you teach a kid any kind of skill, they're probably going to learn it a lot quicker than I would. So if you teach them these, these 
like we'll just say we'll just say meditation if you just teach them like meditation or talk to them about that a little bit like they're just gonna be these people that are just what we're supposed to be <laughs> you know it's uh okay. you got me thinking you got me thinking i'm out in tennessee and i'm like you know i'm meeting some like some neighbors some backwoods dudes they, you know, they got all the hunting woods in the world he's like you know those tree right there that's a hickory that's a white oak that's a there's like fountains of knowledge i love it mm -hmm. but imagine if you can like um get a counterpart to like you know it's only physical knowledge it's great i love it i'm not hating on it but imagine like you said like like we're taught too much just to be physical, you know, like yeah. just to do the horses the right way, just to hunt the right way, get a job, you know, support a family. But yeah, like you said, if the people were taught from birth, imagine if they had spiritual counterparts or like kingdom of heaven counterparts where they, geez, man, it'd be so I think that's the next step. I really do. And I'm not just saying that as an, as a, as a irrational idealist, I really do believe that's where we're heading. And this is just the beginning. Like literally, this is just the beginning. This is the, you know how we talked about this is the craziest time to be alive. It's the craziest yeah. time to be alive because this is the beginning yeah. of a spiritual revolution, bro. And Yo, people have no it. clue. Too many people are lost in the sauce with like Trump and storming the Capitol. Like, bro, do you understand we're, we're, we're in the middle of a galactic spiritual war, bro. And like, you have a part in creating this ever- ending universe where we realize that we are god and you're worried about someone's uh sexual orientation or who they voted for and it just dumb shit man so the, <laughs> so the paradigm that we're moving toward Ooh. is away from all that and toward knowing our true nature but like it's it's just the beginning like this is just Sorry, like the, this, this, <laughs> it's you getting got me hot, Gary. You got me hot. <laughs> it's one of those ones. That's funny. But it really, it really is, dude. This is just the beginning. It starts with us. It starts with us and raising our kin. And, um, and from there, you know, our children, children's children are going to just live in this amazing world, hopefully, ideally. Maybe it might be on Mars, but maybe Mars will be nice. <laughs> dude, I can Mars, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got I got some weird I got some more weird stuff to throw at you. Yo, lay it out on me, man. Lay it out. I want it all. I don't, I don't know how long you'll be doing this for, but I can go all night. Okay, we got a little bit of time. <laughs> okay, cool. So, who? What we're talking about is interesting, right? Does it not seem that there's almost forces at B, powers at B, that are actively trying to stop you from getting there? Yeah, man. I think that's the spiritual war. There you go. Yeah, I love how you said, like, wake up, bro. We're in the middle of spirit war. Like, come on, man. Get together. Like, imagine being in combat in 50 cows. It is. This is like spiritual combat. Yeah, right. Let's do daydreaming. Like, Yo, wake up. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> kill. Like, goddamn. Yeah. You know, same thing. And, dude, I don't know, like, according to the papers and whatever, all this stuff, CIA, NSA, like, yeah, there's benevolent and malevolent. I'm not getting conspiracy theory. Okay. <laughs> I'm not conspiracy theory, but. Dang, dude, who are these malevolent entities? How do they influence humanity? You know what I mean? I think it's more so <clears throat> of energies. So like there's, okay. Okay. <clears throat> there's more so of like, <clears throat> you know, everyone knows a positive and negative energy. When it's kind of like these energies that invade our mind in a way. And it's like psychic attacks on our brain. Whether, whether you want to make X decision or Y decision in a certain situation. And I think that's where our 
place is in this spiritual war of malevolence and benevolence is uh is the actions that we take based upon the energies that kind of come into our mind and if we can discern our <clears throat> our our role is to discern in in and and act in the correct manner towards our fellow human beings even in the most strife even in the most ugliness even in the darkest of dark that's the the evil energies it's this but once you recognize that those evil energies aren't shit they're just they're just the, of the materialists they're like they don't mean anything that's just false they're not even real yeah they're, yeah, not, they're even. not even real once you see through the facade of that then you won you already won the game uh but it's a it's a it's a never-ending game like you you constantly every day it doesn't end like there's going to be new shit that's going to come your way like uh i could tomorrow i could stub my toe and because of that stubbing my toe it's this it's this evil energy coming into me that angers me and then i could have uh, uh at the same time five minutes after that i get a phone call from my mother and i'm pissed off so i can either act on that anger and be like mom this ain't the time my my i just fucking stubbed my toe okay i'll call you back or i can just be like or I can act in a way where I just ignore that and kind of approach it with love, essentially, and approach. Oh, you know what I mean? That that was probably a horrible, horrible. No, dude, that was beautiful. You know I mean, what I'm trying to say? No, that was, <laughs> that was dancer, dude. That was sick. Yeah, it's so our like, it's our discernment because we're we're going to have this these energies come in, and we just the the good energy is how we act from this material world like in this in this third density reality we live in some may say that this is of there's some uh belief systems that that i've heard say like if you get too attached to this material world which most people are if you get too attached and think this is the only reality that's like satan's world this is like this is hell is mm -hmm. is living in this world and that's where the evil energies reside but when you ascend past that and see through that all of that stuff that's the good energy and if you stay on that wavelength and if you can try to act on that wavelength of love compassion selflessness um just being a good person essentially that's the good energy that's the good stuff and that's how we win the war and create heaven on earth you're killing it i ain't got to talk no more just gary keep talking <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's crazy going back to <laughs> going back to what i was talking about how we have like a little bit of light trapped in us that we can manipulate like that's what you're that's what you're making me think of like yeah we just get we just we're just pretty much like open receiver for gaining and energy starlight whatever yeah and anger like it's on it's, it's about how you perceive this energy you know like mm -hmm. do, can you like can you self-consciously can you self with through self-discipline can you not only a manipulate it, but control this energy that's within your chest and your mind. Exactly. And are you gonna let that come out as anger or like, you know? Yeah, it's how we respond to them, I think. That's where our role is, is how we respond to these energies. Cause we can't, either way, like I said, we're, there's uh, uh, there's gonna be a time where I'm going to feel anger. Ob obviously, I, like, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna, or, or fear. There's going to be a time where I'm going to feel, um, some kind of like agitation or envy, jealousy. Like those are all the lower energies that keep us attached to this realm. 
And I'm obviously, I know that it's going to come into my being one way or the other. I don't know how, but it's going to. But if I know that for a fact, then I already have a leg up. And that means I won't respond to them at that base level of, oh, I'm jealous. I'm going to, because of this jealousy, um, I'm not even, actually, it's not even like thinking. So that's the, that's the thing is like, say, all right, so the, the equation is like this. You have the energy come into your being. And I also like to preface this. Anybody that's listening, I have no clue what I'm talking about. This is just how I see it. Exactly. So we have this energy come into our being. It's a certain kind of low kind of frequency, whether it's somebody cutting me off in traffic, I stub my toe, somebody flips me off, whatever it is, right? They send me that energy. It enters my being, right? So it's in my computational process. Mm-hmm. So it's going through my head. I can either, and this is where our, this is where our humanity and our creation, our godlike um, essence is. We're, we're doing the computation. I can either respond as, boom, I, I flip the guy back off in one choice and I reciprocate that bad energy, right? So I-, I You amplify it. I reflect. amplify it. I can either amplify it. Oh my or, God, we're amplifiers. We're, we're, we're <laughs> or through my discernment, and through my, because I meditate, because I do yoga, Tai Chi, because I do whatever I got to do to dive deep and know what I am and know who I am, I can not act upon it and I can just kind of let it, I can sit with it, but not act upon it and not amplify it. That's the big thing is if we don't amplify these negative energies to create more negative energy, because that's all it does, we create, I guess, positive energy. I don't know. That actually makes me question is like, because we don't act upon negative energies, do we create positive? I think, yeah, I think that I think just not acting upon the negative, the unreality, yeah, is enough to create a positive reality. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Because, yeah, there's too much yeah. unreality out in the fucking world right now. Yeah, every essentially, you could say like all of <laughs> the it. world is unreal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that's what people mean when they say it's not real it's just like it's just so much just it's just bullshit just everyone's just lost walking zombies bro it's like we're in the walking dead yeah it's sad to see man because like when you come to this conclusion of that we're all brothers and sisters um i see other people in that mind state and you can you know i can respond to and say like oh they're stupid they're not awake look at them look at me i'm i'm up here i'm an awake uh, ascended being look at me i can have but but that's not i don't that's not that's not a healthy mindset that's negative energy actually i look at people like that and i feel bad i'm just like oh how can i help this person or like is there a way that because i know that they're me and they're just so lost they're just so just there's a cloud there's like something over there judgment that doesn't allow them to see the world that i see it and that's okay but i know that there's certain like the, everyone that stormed the capital i guess you could say like no i don't think there's anybody that stormed the capital is that is conscious because if like oh there's, there's no way in hell <laughs> there's, there's like there's you, you, if you have a conscious perspective in my opinion there's no way in hell that you're going to go do something like that because this that's just such an archaic way to to behave mm-hmm. like, like physically storming and trying to kill people and incite violence like that is just like barbarian in a way mm-hmm. it really is dude um where was i going with this yeah oh so i can either look at those people and and be like 
oh, I'm greater than them. They're lesser than me. They're not conscious. Or I can think, yeah, spiritual. That's another thing too. Yeah, spiritual ego. Or I can look at them and be like, well, how can I help them? And I don't know the answer to that. I don't have the answer to that. But I think just having that mindset is uh, good. Uh, You know, I think just having that mindset is something that we all need to uh, adopt. Because from that mindset, that's how we change. Not not saying we're going to change everybody because it's just not going to happen. Like realistically, it's not going to happen. People aren't going to automatically wake up because they decided to listen to this podcast. It's just, it starts with the mindset. And then over generations, like I said before, we slowly change evolution baby yeah it's more so of a it's it's like we we're we're evolving from darwinian evolution to this natural selection evolution of being at the will of um i don't know intelligent design i guess you could say being Mm. at the will of of the world uh evolving us into this being and now from here we're taking the reins and saying okay now we're going to evolve ourselves yeah i think that's the next step it's like we're we're saying like okay we evolved as far as we can go but we can't stay on that that uh, path anymore because we're going to destroy ourselves so now we literally have to take take the reins like i said and create that conscious evolution and um from there i don't know but i think like i said this is just the beginning but you're talking about self-evolution. That should be enough for people to get That should be enough to knock people out of the mindset that we're just, you know, you can self-evolve. Yeah, Come that's on. what's happening. We are creating, like we're, we're going from being these animals that are just at the mercy of survival and simple mutations in our DNA. And that's how we uh, physically change. But now we're we're more than just physically changing. We are spiritually changing i know that's like a buzzword and you know you don't want to go but we are we are literally we're consciously we're changing the way that we process and act we're changing the way that our literally our whole entire being is but and we're doing it on our own accord or maybe it's the aliens who knows it's <laughs> <laughs> so funny dude you're sparking some thoughts for me okay so I love like evolution, caveman, primitive man. When we were just wearing loincloths, you know, have spears, you know, killing, whatever. Um, there was only nature around us, right? Yeah. And I like what you're talking about. It's like one stage, and then we evolved to the stage of where we started to like control mm-hmm. our own reality. And I think I like to do thought experiments. So it's like, <clears throat> what is priority, the spiritual reality or the physical reality? What Remember is priority? Reality? Yeah, I remember we were talking about caveman, so I don't want to lose my session. But yeah, what is priority? Physical reality or spiritual reality? What's like the priority? In caveman times? No, now, between me and you. Uh, um, well, I'd say spiritual. There you go. So I always say like, what you can see versus what you cannot see. Material reality versus energetic reality. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have focused on it backwards. They're focused on the, the end of the spectrum, the material side. And I like to say, um material realities are manifestations of mental spiritual realities i'll give you an example i'm wearing a shirt at one point in time this shirt didn't exist right it took a guy sitting there thinking of the shirt at that moment in time where was the shirt it was in his mind okay uh, 
he took that shirt, wrote it on a piece of paper, gave it to a warehouse. The warehouse created the shirt. I saw the shirt. I liked it. I bought it. And I'm wearing the shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing the manifestation of his content. Okay. Hmm. He took that concept, pulled it out of the, the mental spiritual reality and projected it into the physical reality. That's what human beings are. Like you said, we have this creator prerogative. We're like a bridge between the spiritual, mental, and the physical. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so now let's look at this. So that means if this shirt is nothing but a manifestation of his thought form, that means all of man-made reality, the man-made world, is nothing but a representation, a manifestation of our own thought forms. Yeah. Right? We're experiencing yeah. our own thoughts subjectively, objectively. And now you're talking about like, yeah, how we go from caveman stage and then we enter like this new stage where we actually can project. We're not only in nature anymore, this is naturally existing. We're projecting our own reality. We're evolving ourselves through thinking. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. is the end? I don't know. <laughs> it might be. It probably <laughs> is. It probably is. Right. Thank you. And is this Thank a natural know. stage? Is this a natural Thank you. <laughs> 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 Jesus was an alien, yo. I said that one time. People got <laughs> Oh man, you want to go down that one? Yeah, dude. Let's go, dude. Who the hell is Jesus? Yeah, I mean, I've heard, I've uh I've read several accounts of people saying that the Bible and I guess you could say a lot of holy books are just kind of interpretations of these extraterrestrial beings that have been with us, I guess, uh since the dawn of time. And yes. the only way that they could uh, really describe it is in the way that the holy books were written. Because, be, I mean, most people didn't know how to read or write back then. So there, there was only certain terminology that they could put upon, you know, the UFO or the alien or whatever it is. And uh, I think that's really kind of the basis of these holy books. And it's obviously been switched up over thousands and thousands of years. But I think that's kind of the basis It's like, these people were having, yes, these divine revelatory experiences, but at the end of the day, it was probably just aliens that were these divine revelatory, revelatory experiences. Right. Occam's razor, right? The simplest thing is probably the way it is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I subscribe to the fact that, or the, the belief that the extraterrestrials, come on let's not think just the typical big head black eyes like i said before they're supposed to be humanoid ones oh my god um the extraterrestrials the celestial personalities are also the same entities that our bible records and i think that most religion or holy books is nothing but a record of mankind's contact with these beings mm-hmm. i believe different, different cultures call them different names different words whatever mm-hmm. and i'll throw another wild card out there Supposed to be Jesus is one of these beings, according to my studies, and I guess he has a. I just feel like this. He has. He's a lot of power up there. Mm. <laughs> he's in charge of a good chunk of it. Yeah, can, can you go more into that? What's the, what have you read about? That? I don't really know. I mean, yeah, like how is he? What is it? What's going on with that? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dive in. So, you know, I was talking about like the Galactic Federation. The, mm-hmm. the universe is federated. There's a hierarchy. There's a universal government. Just like the 50 states have like a mayor, or, like a governor and a hierarchy, all up to the president. You know, the president's the head of the United States or whatever. Um, the universe is also set up in a similar fashion. Okay. 
supposedly according to my study that yes, the universe is also split into sectors and certain beings are in charge of certain sectors. Mm. And uh, there's an angel who's in charge of our local sector. And as in Earth? Uh, let's like, say like, like, a thousand stars, like a thousand stars. Okay, okay. Geographically. Mm -hmm. um, and I know this sounds crazy, but in order for the being who's in charge of the sector to gain full sovereign, full power, he needs to qualify through tests. And I guess the tests are incarnation. Ah. So he has to come and live as one of these beings lower than him in order to get the right experience. And then when he goes back up, he has the right experience to govern the sector better. Oh, so that's what they meant by Jesus is the son of God. Exactly. Okay. So he incarnated for A, to reveal the truth of the universe, the kingdom of heaven. Remember, he didn't say anything. Yeah, he didn't, yeah, just love. He didn't say anything <laughs> about the church. He wasn't here about the church. He only said one thing, love God with all your mind, body, spirit. Yeah. The correct term is love God with all your heart, strength, soul, and mind. In modern phraseology, that's your mind, your body, and spirit. And love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. You recognize something similar in the legacy? Be the mm -hmm. best person you can be. Help others do the same. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so this fool came here. This fool. Sorry, Jesus. This dude came here saying that, you know, you know, like, kill it. It doesn't matter who's in front of you. Just, you know, seek your potential. You didn't say anything else. Love. Love. Seek your potential. Help your brother do the same. Love. Like, he was an embodiment of that. That's why he came to our planet, to upstep our planet, because he also has an interest in the next universal stage. Remember, he has to perfect our planet in order to understand that, you know. And yeah. uh, supposedly, yeah, I don't even, I know the Bible, I was raised, baptized and confirmed Catholic. I was a youth pastor for like three years, so I know all 73 books of the Bible at the back of my hand, dude. And wow. yeah, so when, when Jesus ascends to heaven after he dies, it says that he becomes in charge of like, you know, 144,000 angels, all the angels, legions of angels. He becomes in charge of them. So like, you know, just hinting right there. Like, yeah, this guy is a big deal. <laughs> he came down He's here for king. a reason. He's the king. Amen. But for first, reason. he had to come and be a human first. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. He qualified. He's qualified. Isn't that so, dank? <laughs> that is very dank. <laughs> So what so now people say that we all have Christ consciousness within us? Yes. So mm -hmm. does that mean we are here incarnating so that we can be come and join those angels, the army? Ooh, dude. I don't even gotta tell you exactly. We're angels in training. Oh man, that's great, huh? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Makes me happy. <laughs> I'm stuck. Oh man, because that that's just like that just it's so optimistic. It's so it, it's like, if that's true, if that is actually true, man, think about it. Like, I know we can just talk about that and throw that up. Like, yeah, man, we're angels of training. Then we go on to our day tomorrow and, you know, just go wherever we have to do and the the, the human activities that we have to involve ourselves. Yeah. But if, if that's the truth, like we're here to experience what it means to be a human and learn how to love and hurt, learn how to be loved and learn how to be the best version of ourselves so that we can ascend to this heavenly realm to join God's army. Sign me up. <laughs> and yet we're already signed up. <laughs> For real. Amen. That's why I knew I was talking to a brother. That's and, it crazy. Makes, and it makes me not fear dying. And that's the biggest thing I think that you can get from all of this is that like Jesus went to the cross, like, fuck it, put me on it. Yeah. It doesn't make me it doesn't make me want it though. That's that's the no. 
doesn't no. make me want to, but it doesn't make me fear it because how can I fear ascending to this ethereal realm that is beyond all concept and beyond all fear and beyond all just the bullshit of <laughs> whatever we have to go through. Right. Man, Next day, universal reality. Oh, God. There's the honestly, man, like I've had that thought before. And I'm glad we had this conversation because it allows me to like explore that idea that I didn't really know how to vocalize and I didn't really know how to conceptualize. But when Mm -hmm. you put it that way, it's just like, that's the feeling that I felt that there's something, and I know this sounds like cliche, but there's something that happens after we die. Like this can't be it. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'm just a little too optimistic. Maybe, you know, I'm just hoping for something that's not there, but I don't think so, bro. Like there's just too many synchronicities. There's too many coincidences in life. There's too many things that just line up too perfectly in order for me to say oh it's all an accident and if it's not all an accident which i don't believe it's all an accident that means our dying isn't an accident our perishing is supposed to happen and if it's supposed to happen then we're here to metamorphosize in a way like our death is just a kind of way to expand but first I see, like we were talking about on the same line. Yes, I think earth is like a school. It's like, we're here first to learn because you have to learn. And I think that's so important, right? There's something about our universe, right? So think about this. If we're on those, on those, on the, along those lines, why do we have to learn first then? So why do we have oh, to learn Oh, dude, first? we're on the same, we're on the same vein, dude. I think we're on the same sphere <laughs> right now. It's crazy. <laughs> it might um, be. Um, so I do. I'm so glad we can think about, I'm so glad we can speak the same language and consider like these concepts. Really? I rarely find people in normal life that I can bounce these ideas off of. Yeah, you can't just go yeah. down to the coffee Everybody shop. Be like, hey man, did you know that we are part of God's army and that we are here to <laughs> incarnate and like, kind of, like learn the ways so that we can ascend and then <laughs> that's uh, that's why I kind of started this whole thing because I'm like, well, you know, like uh, I'm gonna have to reach out and have these conversations and concepts with other people. Like I, I have to like find a way so I don't go crazy. <laughs> Dude, that's what I tell my girlfriend all the time. Like I gotta do this, so I'm gonna be banging my head against the cement wall. Like, I gotta do legacy, or so I'm gonna go crazy, bro. Yeah, I gotta talk to you. But, but um, interesting you said. Why do we have to learn? Oh my god, another concept to throw at you, brother. Mm. So according to my studies is based on how much you learn, based on how much you hit your potential mental, mentally, physically, and spiritually, your personality, based on how much you hit that, that dictates where you appear after you die, mm. where you appear in the cosmos when you wake back up. Okay. So if you fill it down here, you're going to go to a higher level. Essentially, that's karma, right? Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, like you build your karma so that when you go up there, it allows you into a higher universal reality. Hmm. That makes sense. Like you said, like we die and we go join the join the army of angels. But what rank do you want to join as? You have hmm. a chance with your actions now to, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why we have to learn because, like, I don't know about you, but I don't want I don't want to show up the lowest level, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I fucked up. Hmm. So based on what you do down here, it dictates where you go. Yeah. So this is like a test. Exactly. This is school. They're, they're trying to see what we're made of. We're trying to separate the weak from the strong. No, I don't even talk like that. Yeah, straight up. But you know what I mean? It kind of is, though. It kind of is. <laughs> there is an element in our reality like that, right? It's like uh, um, the survival of the fittest. So you think Reading even out. like you can expand that into our spiritual realm? It's like kind of like it kind of is, right? There is that essence of like 
because of um, just uh, it's competition, I guess you can say in a way. Mm -hmm. But it's like spiritual competition, if that is even a thing. <laughs> yeah, spiritual competition for the Father's kingdom. Like it's, it's pretty wow. dope. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. That's it. I wake up every day, man. And shit goes in my head. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's so stoked. I'm so stoked we met each other. That's so, that's so tight. How'd you even meet me, by the way? Like, or how do you even like? How do you even hear about me? I think. Uh reddit or what yeah i'm pretty sure i saw one of your videos on reddit and then i was like oh this guy seems cool and then i just kind of checked out what you were saying i'm like all right he gets it cities <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm trying to like that's what i'm trying to equate it to it's weird right yeah it don't seem like what is that mysterious force that like yeah i don't think it was an accident it's aliens <laughs> it might be it might be aliens i don't think it was an accident and and no. all of these synchronicities are um exponentially happening because of the internet like because of the internet we can have this synchronistic um connection that we would have never had before so like like oh. getting back to our original topic the internet is the craziest thing to ever happen to humanity dude straight up straight <laughs> up dude it's crazy it's nuts it's like if you think about it we subconsciously manifest in the star network through electronics yeah that's weird huh it really is, it really is dude. And it's only getting crazier and more and more intricate as every day that goes by too right mm. so you use it or lose it so how long we've been talking for uh looks like an hour and 38 minutes it feels like five minutes, minutes. Right. yeah i know right Shit. yeah i know right um i don't know cool I was about to say, is it cool for 30 more minutes, like 20 more minutes? Yeah, man, that's cool. I mean, we can, I mean, where do you want to go from here? I don't know where else we can cover other than we're angels in God's army. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, I'm feeling the same shit. Where else <laughs> we go from here? The next episode, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's been dope as hell, bro. Gary, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you made real one. You're a real one, dude. Thanks, man. You too. <laughs> Conscious Perspective Podcast. You haven't seen it and you're hearing it for the first time now. Go check it out. This dude's killing it. Thank check you, me out. I'm Dedrick Baker, The Legacy. Got my YouTube channel. I'm doing my thing. This is my boy, Gary. <laughs> Represent, man. I'll put, I'll put all your links in the description. Everybody can check it out if they want to check it out. If anyone's made it through the conversation this far without being like, yo, what? <laughs> Guys on. <laughs> but if anybody did thanks for listening uh yeah i think we could definitely do this again in the future man like uh, i think we just this is just the tip of the iceberg honestly yeah, this is i already feel more coming in like yeah do it yeah. we'll be we'll be in contact we'll let a little we'll let a couple slide by and then we'll jump back in 100 percent. yeah we need some time to digest and kind of you know do do the the humanly things and then i think it's good for us to to reunite but yeah this was you're a cool guy man i, I appreciate you coming on here this was just like i feel like i've known you for uh Bro, Dude, you know what I mean? Bro, you're tripping me out, bro. <laughs> you you say the thoughts that are in my head. Oh man, <laughs> that's that connection, man. There's something going on. There's something the going on in the ether. It's the conscious perspective. <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get hip, y'all. But other than that, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming on. This was awesome, dude. Um, eternally grateful. Keep doing your thing. Keep fighting the good fight, and uh, let's keep creating this utopia. Hell yeah, the Contra Perspective, the Legacy of Foundation for Human Progress, W. Baker. Let's get it, guys. Everybody, I love you. <laughs>